Um, hi. It's me, Liz King from Made For Me Fitness. Happy New Year. It's a little late. It's a little late for the Happy New Year, but I wanted to say it anyways. Happy New Year. It's 2023. The holidays are well over. Hopefully you survived. Hopefully you got some rest. Hopefully you took a little breaky poo from the routine. I sure did. I'm going to be totally candid here. I had not worked out for about two whole weeks over the holidays. Um, I was also not on social media. (laughs) I have not kept up with my protein intake. I haven't drank enough water. I haven't been doing my skincare or even hair care routine. And I feel amazing. I feel pretty good. Did I intend on not doing all of that? Kind of, yeah. I've barely even thought about fitness outside of helping my clients um, in the past few weeks. And I don't think I even realized how much I needed that break until I was in it. And it was so nice, especially the social media thing. Usually I would pressure myself into posting a bunch all throughout the holidays and especially in January because it's New Year's and everybody's like excited because it's the fucking fitness holiday extravaganza of the year. And I'm just always so worried that I'm not going to be there when you guys need me the most. And I didn't do that this year, and I'm sorry if I abandoned you a little bit, but I fucking needed it. I needed that break so bad, and I hope that you got to have a little break as well over the holidays, and I know that it's February now, so this is getting to you a little bit late, but I still wanted to do it because I have some things that I want to talk to you about, and... I've had so many clients come to me and say, Liz, I didn't do a damn thing over the holidays. I didn't work out. I didn't meal prep. I fell off track. And you know what? I said good because that's okay. Sometimes the routine will be abandoned even on purpose. And it might just be the best thing that you could do for yourself because it gives you a second to reset. So as long as you are excited to get back into the routine You are fine. You are fine, besties. In a way, it's even better because you realize how much better you feel when you are in the routine and when you are doing all of these things for yourself versus when you're not. So if you fell off the wagon, just get over it and get back on track. (laughs) Me and my partner started saying get over it to each other in a really ironic way. And it's my favorite thing to do now. So I just had to give you some context as to why I'm going to start saying this to you guys. So for example, if you compliment your friend and say, oh my God, you look so good. And then they hit you with the, oh no, my God, like my hair, my face, blah, blah, blah. You just say, get over it. Like you look good. Get over it. Get over all of the negative shit that you're telling yourself right now. Get over it. So if I tell you to get over it, you do it. (laughs) Just get over it, okay? Who cares if you fell off track? Who cares if you took a break? We are here now, okay? We are in 2023, and we are going to feel good after like two and a half days of being consistent, and that's it, and then we move on. 
get over it and move on. No need to feel disappointed or ashamed of yourself or beat yourself up for eating too much or too little or not working out. So if you feel any of those things right now, I guarantee you the only one who is making you feel those things or actually thinks those things about yourself is you. Is your <laughs> If your friend came up to you and was like, oh, I didn't work out over Christmas, like I took a break and it's already been a month into the year and I haven't done shit, I haven't started anything that I said I would, would you think, oh my God, I'm so disgusted and disappointed in her? No. You'd be like, okay, well, it's a new day today and we can do it now. Maybe let's do it together and we'll feel good again, right? Like you wouldn't think, oh wow, she's she's such a loser. You wouldn't think that about someone. So we have to start treating ourselves as if we are our our own friend and it's probably the hardest thing for us to do but in 2023 those are the vibes talk to yourself and treat yourself and think about yourself in a way that you would do so to somebody that you really love okay so I'm going to dive into it because we're going to talk about new year's resolutions the right way yes we know that they are cheesy but I like them. I do. And it's because I think of them more as goals and sort of setting an intention for the year just so that you can continue to remind yourself of what you want to do, who you want to be, and all that jiggly goodness that life has to offer. I know we're already a month <laughs> into the year. You can tell I'm feeling guilty. I feel very guilty for not putting this out sooner. But I guess just to give you a little life update, I moved. Um, I moved to California to live with my boyfriend and I like I just thought that things would it'd be easier to just keep going with the podcast and everything that I've been doing and it's not. <laughs> it's not. So I've been working hard on getting this new podcast set up. You might recognize that I sound a little different. I know there's like this crazy echo in this room too, so I apologize for that, but we're working on cleaning that up. But yeah, I have an entirely new setup, a new place, a new living situation. Like I'm trying to figure out my way around fucking LA and it's been crazy. So I feel like I'm about to have a really transformative year and I hope the same is for you guys. So you might have to bear with me a little bit as I try to get into a good routine here because the last time I moved, um, that like really fucking sucked. So I'm kind of working through a lot of internal shit, like going through this too. So, <laughs> so I do apologize for making you wait a whole month for this episode, but I promise it's worth it and I love you guys so much. I love everybody for checking in on me and sticking with me. And again, we are going to try to keep this podcast up and running as much as possible. And I think I was being overambitious by thinking that I would just move to the other side of the country and then just like hit the ground running. I don't know. We all do this to ourselves, right? We do this with fitness. We do this with moving, we do it. We do this with everything in our life, right? So I guess I haven't learned <laughs> yet, and I apologize for that. So I am going to talk about New Year's resolutions, and I don't care what you say because it's my podcast. So now I do want to mention before we get into this that New Year's resolutions aren't about creating negativity towards yourself or the version of you that you want to change. I think that many of us use the new year, new me mentality in a way that's kind of 
unaccepting of who we are and who we were in the past or over the past year. Like we think, oh my God, it's 2023. Now I need to change everything about myself because like, fuck that girl back in 2022. She was so lame. She was so sad. She was broken. She was unfit. She was lazy. She was dumb. She dated that little rat that ghosted her. Oh my God. She was so embarrassing, like fuck that loser. Because we think, okay, now it's 2023, I'm gonna be hot and shredded and rich and emotionally unavailable, and it's gonna be fucking sick. <laughs> but we don't wanna do that, okay? It's okay to compare ourselves and say, and recognize our growth and understand like, wow, we came so far. Or even like, I, I just think it's so funny because I love a good, I love a good transformation video, even like the makeup videos that we see <laughs> on TikTok. I think it's so funny because it's like, oh, look at this, look at this ugly bitch, look at her. And then it's like, she puts makeup on and it's like, wow, look at this beautiful butterfly. And it's like, that was you 30 minutes ago, girl. <laughs> like, and it's fine. Like the transformation of what makeup and fitness and just general self-care and love, like, it can be shown, it can be visual, and that is a beautiful thing, but we just cannot disrespect ourselves at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, we are capable of being these beings, but it's okay if we are not these magical beings all the time. So in doing this, I just really want you to remember <laughs> that this isn't to say fuck you to the you that lived in 2022, because she did the best that she could. They did the best that they could, right? So they did that and now this is now and we learned a lot and we grew a lot and maybe even not. Maybe we didn't do shit, but who fucking cares? It's 2023. This is not about saying fuck you to the old version of you. This is about creating things that are just going to put you more in alignment with yourself and who you want to be. So we need to take a big healthy dose of self-appreciation for who we are right now and who we are about to be. And just think back to who you were this past year and say, hey, maybe this wasn't what I had pictured it to be, but I had to get through this in order to be happier in life overall and accomplish even greater things. And that's such a beautiful thing. So take a second, give yourself some fucking credit, okay? This isn't to say, fuck that old bitch over there. This is about giving them respect because you're going to need that moving forward into what we're about to do next. So we're gonna start with the wrong way to do New Year's resolutions. Okay, I'm gonna give you some example. In 2023, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds. In 2023, I'm gonna get abs. I'm going to build an ass so fat that my ex regrets ever being born. So then we come up with these goals, right? So we come up with these resolutions and then we scour social media. We find someone that we want to look like and then we might start some strange diet and workout routine that promises to get us there in a few months. Sounds amazing, right? Look, if it worked that way, we would all be fit and have our dream bodies right now, if that was the case, right? I would have been at my fitness goal 12 years ago, exactly three months after I had started. If, if the things that I was doing back then, 
if those crazy diets and workout plans, if they worked, I would be there and I'd be set. None, no one would be here right now. I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. This podcast wouldn't exist. Okay, so the things that you've tried in the past, if they were going to work, they would have worked already right? So we might need to reconsider what we're doing in order to get there. But more importantly, we need to reconsider what our goals actually are so that they can reflect what we're about to do in order to get to that overall goal, if that makes sense. All right. So when you make your goals or resolutions in that way, you're essentially telling yourself that those things are realistic, right? And more often than not, they're not realistic. You're setting this expectation for yourself that doesn't allow you any room to actually grow and learn through your fitness journey. Because if you say, I'm going to get abs in three months, everything that you do is going to be locking you into the behaviors that overall, yes, might give you abs, but doesn't really allow for you to learn and grow in any other way. And that's the kind of thing that will push you into unsustainable habits because you're not considering the long term. You're only thinking, if I can just do this for three months, I'll get abs and I'll be good. I'll be happy. I'll feel more confident, all of that, right? But what happens if, say you have a little body fat that you need to lose in order for your abs to show through? You need a fairly low body fat percentage to have visible abs, and that's just a fact. And it's not even healthily possible for everyone. Keep that in mind. So you might start a nutritional calorie deficit and say you stick with it and two months go by. And I just say two months because because seeing any amount of visual change in the first month of any fitness program is actually pretty rare. Two months goes by and then you do notice some fat loss, but it's in your legs or your arms or even your face, but it's not around your waistline like you wanted it to be. You're still making progress. You're losing fat, which was the goal, but it you just so happen to lose it in other places first, which our bodies often do because we cannot spot reduce fat. It doesn't matter how many ab exercises you're doing or leg or arm exercises, you cannot spot reduce fat. So even though your body is losing fat overall, which is what it needs to do in order for you to have visible abs, you're going to say this isn't working because it's not working in the way that you wanted it to. And then you might give up when in reality, you just had to stick to it. Every once in a while, I will go on my own side quest for abs. And the first things to go are my ass and my titties. And I don't really have much to give. And I don't really have much to begin with. The second I start getting a little stomach definition, you know, I get some like little lines here and there. Booty, gone. Yiddies, gone, y'all. And that's the sacrifice that has to be made for me. But it might not work that way for everybody, and that's okay. The beauty is that all of that can come back. I'm always working on my glutes. They get a little better every year. It is what it is, okay? The booby thing, whatever. I can't really do that much about it. I'm not trying to, like, grow pecs right now. So whatever, it is what it is. But What most people do is they'll quit as soon as the results aren't exactly what they wanted. So when you lock yourself into a very specific visual goal, it doesn't allow for growth in any other area, which is necessary for you to actually get to that goal healthily and sustainable and be able to stay at that goal for a long time. So in order to lose fat, you're going to lose fat everywhere. We can't pick. It's got to happen the way that it happens and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. I'm sorry. Get over it. Spot reducing fat is called liposuction. 
which you could do if you want. I don't care what you do, but you also have to realize that in order to keep the results from the liposuction, you're going to have to change your habits anyways. So I don't know. You can choose whichever one that you do first, but both are going to have to happen if that's the route you decide to go. And when you're so focused on seeing that one specific effect of exercising and dieting, and that's not happening, you just overlook everything else. You fail to realize that that the arm workouts are also developing your core and helping you lose fat. Leg workouts also develop your core and help you lose fat sustainably. Eating enough protein and not just being in a calorie deficit significantly helps those results. And the things that you do habitually every day to help manage your stress will help your hormones and help you see the results, but you're not really going to consider those things if you're locked into only seeing abs. Do you know what I'm saying? And this goes for weight loss too. Fat loss is different from weight loss. And while everybody chases weight loss on the scale, fat loss is way better, but it doesn't show up on the scale. So we will step on the scale hoping to have lost weight and that number could be the same and we are just immediately devastated if our goal is weight loss, right? If your goal is to lose 20 pounds, your mindset is locked in. So you start working out and eating right, and even if you're doing everything a thousand percent right, you might step on the scale after a month and it'll say you gained three pounds. But what you didn't realize is that you gained three pounds of muscle. And maybe you lost a little fat too, but you just didn't notice because you're being hypercritical of your body based off of the number. Not many people are even going to notice half an inch or an entire inch off of their body, which is insane. And in order to keep losing fat and overall weight, it's going to be more helpful that you have muscle and that you're building muscle and that you're gaining weight in muscle so that, so that when you do lose the weight, it's more sustainable. You think it's not working because the scale isn't going down the way that you had hoped. And then maybe you lower your calories a little more and then maybe switch up the routine when you didn't even have to do that at all. And now you're basically starting over on a new routine only a month in because your body didn't give you exactly what you wanted. So we aren't going to do that this year, okay? It's over. It's all in the past now. We're going to set up helpful and sustainable resolutions for 2023. And if you haven't already, we're going to do it right now. If you have already, we're going to fucking add some, okay? You're going to want to have an idea of who you want to be, essentially. You want to tackle this from the inside out instead of the other way around. Most of us think, well, if I look a certain way, I will automatically have this lifestyle and these things will come to me. And that's a great mindset to have um, in a sense, but it's not totally true, right? So I always think like, if you want something, imagine it and you'll get it, okay? I'm into manifestation and the universe and like all that shit, okay? So I appreciate that way of thinking, but at the same time, it's not totally true when we're thinking about our outward appearance. So just because you lose 20 pounds doesn't mean that your style is going to get better. So if the person that you want to be has better style, you have to start doing the things that someone with good style would do, no matter what weight you're at. And I say this all the time, you're allowed to feel uncomfortable in your body with the way that it is right now, but that doesn't mean that you need to give up styling yourself the way that you want to or wearing things that you want to. Yes, different things look different on many different body types, no shit. 
But that doesn't mean that you have to settle for things that don't actually make you happy or feed your soul, right? If you want to be somebody who has good style, start having good style now. Whether that's in the gym, whether that's at work, whether that's on the street, (laughs) street style, you know what I mean? There was actually a trend on TikTok over the holidays of girls dressing their moms in their own clothes. And it was mind-blowing how good these moms looked in trending clothing. And so often we think, I'm too old to wear that, or I'm too fat to wear that, I'm too skinny, I'm too short, I'm too tall. But aside from certain clothes just not fitting right, which happens to everyone, no matter who you are, right? You can have great style. Research some tricks, find a Pinterest board, make the investment in a few statement pieces, and boom, you're gonna have better style. And if you keep working at it, it will develop over time. If you wanna be somebody who loves themselves, you have to start talking to yourself like you love yourself. If you are dragging yourself through the mud every fucking time you see yourself, even if you are 20 pounds overweight, even if you're 60 pounds overweight, even if you don't feel the way you want or look the way you want, if you drag yourself now, that's not gonna stop. It's not going to stop. It is a habit. You have been putting lots of practice into reinforcing that habit and also that vision of yourself. And it does not go away just because certain things in your body change. It will not go away as soon as you lose 20 pounds because you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna find something else to drag yourself about. You're gonna find something else to pick at. It's gonna be, oh, well, well now I have this skin or now there's this and there's this little piece here. Or there's not this muscle here. Or I want bigger this, I want bigger that, whatever. Like we have to, if you are going to be somebody who fucking loves yourself, you have to practice loving yourself right now, no matter who the fuck you are, what you look like and what you're doing. That is the goal. So working from either the inside by practicing those kinds of things like self-love, self-respect, all of that, or even at changing your style or having a fitness goal or like changing your outward appearance, like anything like that, you have to start practicing now. And fitness isn't necessarily as instantly gratifying as decorating our body with clothes and then automatically feeling different, especially like changing your style or dressing the way that you want. And the reason that I mention style and clothes and things like that is because I feel like it's very personal to who we are. And a lot of times we will give up doing things like that, certain types of self-care or self-expression because we don't think that we deserve it in a sense. And I was actually just speaking to my client about this the other day where we might be working through a little bit of internalized fat phobia. (laughs) And it's hard to say that, but at the same time, it's just it's true, and I think we need to be a little bit more open with ourselves about why we actually think these things so then we can start unraveling it. So if you are somebody that weighs a little bit more or has a little bit extra fat on their body or whatever, if you're not in the place that you want to be, do you feel ashamed of that and why, right? 
so many times we won't wear the things that we want to wear or like I even I I wasn't even I didn't even have that much fat on my body and I like refused to wear shorts because I'm like my legs are fat like they're so gross they have cellulite on them like blah 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 and I was just like trying to cover up and I would just wear fucking the weirdest shit like I would wear a skirt and then wear the freaking leggings under it like you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about and it's like was that my style? No. Like, yes, that was trendy for a minute. So like, I got away with it, maybe. But like, did that, like, I should have just worn the fucking skirt. Like, I should have just done it, right? So there's so many times where we have these insecurities because we're feeling uncomfortable with ourselves. But hiding and doing things that aren't in alignment with who we want to be and how we want to present ourselves only makes it feel more of like a negative thing. Like it makes us feel like we have to be ashamed of our bodies or of cellulite, of fat, of whatever, of of jiggling, of rolls and like all that stuff that's been demonized for fucking centuries, I guess. Maybe not centuries, decades. I don't know when this whole thing started. Probably, I don't know. But anyways, moving on. Here are some examples of fitness resolutions that I helped my clients set last year that they were able to achieve, okay? One of them being, I will be more consistent with working out for the next year. She achieved that. And she got some great freaking fitness results as a byproduct of her being more consistent and not falling back into the all or nothing thinking or habits that she was previously doing the year before. So simply saying Your goal, your intention, your resolution is to be someone who is consistent with working out. Being more consistent with working out will help you build the right habits in order to get to your goal overall. Does that mean you're going to get the abs? Maybe not. Does that mean you're going to get that fat ass? Maybe not. Does it mean anything is going to happen? Maybe not. That all depends on a various number of things that I can't even, I couldn't even list them all for you right now. It depends on so much whether you actually see your visual results or not. But in order to get those visual results at any point in your life, you have to master that consistency. So it's taking those foundational parts of what it takes to actually get there and stay there and implementing that, making that the goal. Okay. And it's worked because instead of going to the extremes or giving up whenever life got crazy for her. She got sick. She was dealing with poor mental health at some point. She was frustrated with her body. She still remained consistent because that was her goal. When she got sick, she just got back on track as soon as she felt better. When she fell off track, she just got back on track because she says, I'm somebody who's consistent. I'm going to get back on track. There's no shame. There's no giving up, nothing. Like, I'm just being consistent. I just have to show up. In making that resolution, the drive to just be more consistent outweighed the habit of punishing herself for skipping days or trying to shame herself or make up for things that were unnecessary as we've all done before. And it just pushed her to get back on track faster, which is the key to being consistent. And she's been more consistent than she's ever been. And she's achieved and accomplished that goal. Another resolution one of my clients had was to be more balanced and intuitive with nutrition. Overall fixing her relationship with food and dieting. And also her binge eating tendencies. Her overall goal is fat loss. But by focusing on 
meal prepping good foods, staying on top of protein and making sure her body was getting the night the right nutrients as well as enjoying all foods in moderation, she ended up losing fat because she wasn't opting for only low calorie foods. So then she wasn't binge eating at night and restricting during the days anymore because she felt guilty. Okay, there's so much emotional back and forth. There's so much emotional seesawing that we put ourselves through on these fitness journeys. She was able to fuel her body as much as she needed to, and her body in turn was able to do the things that it needed to do in order for her to lose that fat and build muscle. And now she's never even gonna think about dieting outside of any small adjustments here and there, depending on what goal she has next. Another goal was to start weightlifting and learn enough about it so that she could feel confident enough in a gym by herself. She also had the goal to get more toned overall, but the resolution, the New Year's resolution, was just to learn more about weightlifting and be more confident, practice being more confident in the gym by herself, right? And by having that goal of learning more about lifting, what happened? She got there. <laughs> so everybody saw results from these resolutions, but it was solely based off of the habits and practices that created a better environment for those results to happen within. I heard this great quote the other day where it said, if a flower doesn't bloom, do you blame the flower or do you blame its environment? Right? Flower's gonna bloom, okay? But where that flower is, maybe there's not enough light. Maybe there's not enough water. Maybe it's the wrong soil. Changing your environment, your attitude, the things around you are going to get you there. Okay? All of the things that you're setting yourself up to do are going to make the difference. Okay? We're not going to get that flower at the end if we're not getting enough sunlight, if it's too cold, if it's too hot, things like that. If we are flowers, we aren't going to bloom if we don't have those foundational aspects of what it takes for us to bloom. Okay? It's not going to matter if you lose 20 pounds if your mental health is trash because of it. All right? So many times we're like, if I can just lose that 20 pounds, everything's going to be good. It's going to be great. No, you have to focus on the habits that will help you lose 20 pounds, but help keep you there in a really sustainable way. That's not the right way. You can lose 20 pounds. Anyone can lose 20 pounds and fucking hate their life. Seriously. You could not eat. You could overexercise. I'm sure you'll lose 20 pounds eventually, but you'll never be able to sustain it. Okay. If you were able to, it would happen by now. Okay, that's just not the right way because no one is going to care how good you look if you're not acting like yourself, if you're depressed, or if you're acting strange around food. Obviously, you'll have friends and family who care about you and should be there for you if you're going through a difficult time, but at the end of the day, it's not their responsibility. You're only shooting yourself in the foot by locking yourself into these specific visual goals and by going to extremes, trying to take shortcuts, thinking that you're the exception, and that human physiology does not apply to you. And it's all because <laughs> magazines and social media tell you that it is possible. And by setting those, res those kinds of resolutions and those kinds of goals, you're telling yourself that it is possible. So then when you don't get there, you're fucking frustrated. You fucking hate. You're just like, I did all this shit. Nothing happened. 
what the fuck? Like, like, why aren't I skinny yet? Right? But that (laughs) it's unsustainable. It's not. So if you feel like you're in that back and forth right now, or if you're new here, we got to let that shit go. And I only want you to focus on the goals that are really achievable That you can wake up every day and say, hey, was I consistent with working out this week? Or did I drink enough water today? Or did I meal prep? Like, did I have all my meals ready today? Like, am I fueling myself better? Am I getting more protein? Like, break it down and only focus on the the actual achievable things. Not everybody can achieve abs. Not everybody can achieve, achieve, (laughs) not everybody can achieve some badonkadonk, booty, like, we're, we're not all genetically wired to be able to do that, okay? So let that shit go, because even if we did, if we were able to get to those goals, we'd still have to do this shit anyways, all right? And if you listen back to the episode called Building the Perfect Routine, I have a lot of good ideas and ways to start, because even after everything I'm telling you now, yes, it can and should be broken down even more into bite-sized pieces that are more manageable for you, even more than what I'm telling you right now, right? I know what I'm saying. It's like, okay, that sounds simple enough, like consistency and all that, but we break it down even more. So if you want to listen to more, check out that episode, highly recommend it. Okay, start with who you want to be, what, you're, what you want your life to look like, and what your health looks like, what your fitness looks like. Are you somebody that gets up early and works out in the morning? If that's what you want, your resolution is to become somebody that goes to the gym in the morning. Okay? Every day you wake up, you're going to try to go to the gym in the morning. You're going to set that alarm. You're going to wake the fuck up. Sometimes you will, in fact, wake the fuck up and go to the gym. And other times you won't. And that's okay. Remaining patient and gentle with yourself, and reminding yourself the more that you do it, the easier it gets, try again the next day. That is something that you would be able to achieve every single day. Set that intention and keep doing that. And do it until you are somebody who wakes up early and works out. And maybe along the way you realize you're just not fucking someone who wakes up early and works out, and then you gotta reconsider. Set a different intention, set a different goal okay, I'm somebody who works out on their lunch break, or I'm somebody that works out, gets out of work, and goes to the gym and works out, okay? It's okay if we learn more about ourselves and what we what is manageable and what's not manageable for ourselves. We don't have to lock ourselves into any of those things. But the idea of waking up and working out, if that's something that you enjoy doing, it is who you want to be, and it is manageable for you in a sense then you should continue doing that. And by doing that, you're overall going to be more consistent. You're going to feel better. You're going to get to your goals better versus not setting that intention and just saying like, oh, I really want to lose 20 pounds, but then every day towards the end of the day, you're too tired to go and work out, okay? Say that you're somebody who wants to be more confident in the gym. You want to know how to use the racks. You want to know your way around the gym. What you're going to do is you're going to go scope out some gyms, You're going to sign up to the one that is the nicest, not the cheapest, the one that is the nicest and the closest to you. And you're gonna start showing up every day or every other day. You're going to get a fitness program or maybe even a trainer if you can. And you're going to slowly start trying new things and praise yourself for those new things. 
If you have gym anxiety, listen to my last episode, Overcoming Gym Anxiety. That'll help you out too. I do the same thing. If I'm in a new place, like I will freeze, I will go in, I will only do what I know, and I will leave. Okay? I don't even like trying a new machine. Things, and I'm a personal trainer. I've been doing this shit for years, but it's just, it is just who I am, but I don't want that to be who I am anymore. So every time I go to the gym, I told myself I'm going to try a new thing. So I either try a new machine, I go to a different floor in my building, like I do something new or I try something new, even if it's like they have lemon water out. Like I try the fucking lemon water. Like it doesn't even have to be fitness based, but just reaching out and giving yourself that sort of exposure therapy of just showing up, doing one new thing every time, that should be your goal. Because yes, it's all well and good to think that you're going to get to all, get all of these benefits and the, and to these fitness goals in the end. But if you're not able to show up to the gym and do what you need to do, you're never going to get there. And that's just going to be so frustrating for you. So focus on showing up, becoming a gym girl, (laughs) focus, show up to the gym, do something new. If you don't know how to do it, feel free to ask. And if you have no freaking idea what you're doing, hi, I'm an online personal trainer. I can help you. This is my job to make a plan for you and help you learn what the fuck you're doing so that you don't have to question anything about fitness with what to do or what to eat. So then you can just start doing it and practicing it. Okay. I'm the person that takes out that (laughs) all of that fluff in between of you trying to figure out what to do. And I essentially just work with you and find out what's manageable for you. I customize your plan and then you just do it. And then we practice building up from there. But after a year of just continuing to go and tell yourself that you are somebody that tries new things and is confident in the gym, you are going to feel fantastic walking into that gym because that was your goal for a year and you're going to achieve it. Okay, so it doesn't matter if if you did it doesn't matter if you did get to your overall visual goal or not because you are now somebody that feels more confident in the gym, so maybe you do start a different program a year after that, but you can say yes, I am confident like I know my way around the gym. I've practiced form, I've practiced technique, so I have a really good understanding of what I'm going to do. Now I just need to put those pieces together so I can actually get to these visual results. That's all it takes. All right. Another example, if you want to be somebody who does have noticeable muscle definition, start strength training if you don't already. Get a proper plan with progressive overload. Learn what that is. Start learning more about strength training. Are you somebody who wants to go on more walks outside? Do you want to get outside more? You want to go on hot girl walks, right? Aim to do two hot girl walks outside every week or on the treadmill if the weather's shitty, whatever you got to do. Two times a week is a good good goal, pretty manageable in most situations. Even if you're sick, you miss a week, who fucking cares? Just feel better two times a week, okay, for the rest of the year. That is an achievable goal. The goal of actually showing up and doing something that that has nothing to do with how it's going to affect your body. Like, we know it's going to affect our body, right? Okay, like, I'm not saying it's completely separate. You can obviously have visual goals, But the action of what you do and what you know and how you show up is what's going to determine whether you get there or not. Do you want to be somebody who meal preps every week so that you aren't scrambling to figure out what to eat every day for the entire week? 
you're going to go look up some easy recipes, go to the store, say, I'm going to meal prep every Sunday. Never mind, even if you have a fitness goal, just start out by meal prepping in general. Then, if you do have a goal, start paying attention to maybe your protein intake and what you're consuming overall during the day. Get a good protein range for yourself and aim to meal prep around that. You don't have to calorie count or weigh your food or portion it all out. When I say meal prepping, like literally just make more, like whatever you want to eat, make more of it so that you have leftovers. That's it. Like you don't have to do the tiny little boxes or like all that fucking complicated shit. Like literally just make enough so that you can dish yourself out a plate when you get home from work and you're like really, really tired and hungry and you know that you have a really nutritious meal waiting for you when you get home. That's it. Some weeks you'll do great. Some weeks you'll run out of food and be like, shit, well, next week I know I got to get more food and that's fine, okay? It doesn't have to be totally perfect, but if overall throughout the year you become better at meal prepping, you create that habit, generally speaking, like you've achieved your goal. That was your New Year's resolution. That was your intention. And now that you've got that meal prepping down, you've hacked that system Getting to your visual goals gets so much easier. So it's okay if you take time to actually work and learn about the things that you need to do foundationally before you jump in and try to do and try to actually achieve some sort of visual result. Even mentally, you can start off 2023 and say, I'm going to heal by 2024. I'm going to be healed. Okay. That's kind of what I did to myself last year, right? Guilty. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to work through all my traumas and I'm going to do the damn healing. One of the first things I asked my therapist was, how long is this going to take? And, you know, she laughed, of course, because she was cool. But we cannot put a time frame on how long all of that mental work is going to take and your fitness journey takes a lot of fucking mental work it's more mental work than anything else because again if we had it all mentally on lock we would have that shit right now it would all be good but we don't either it's a lack of knowledge it's lack of mentality or we're stuck in a loop like whatever it is We don't got it right now and that's okay because we're going to get it. And that's what 2023 is going to be all about, okay? You can't rush therapy. You can't rush your fitness journey. There's no loopholes. There's no quick fixes. None of that. I don't care who promises you what kind of result and whatever amount of time. Fuck it. Don't fall into the trap. You won't always be able to accomplish the fitness goal (laughs) that you set out to do. And I'm not saying that because I don't believe in you. I think that you can accomplish anything. But depending on where you're starting, depending on your mentality, depending on how much you know about the gym and, and a workout plan and the, like what plan you're following and all that, like there's, again, there's so many, many factors as to whether that really happens or not. So all that you can actually control is what you do every day, is what you're going to do throughout this year, whatever your intention is. You want to be more consistent with working out? That's your goal. That's what you're going to do. You want to start being someone that meal preps? That's what you're going to do. That's what your that's what your goal is. The action of just doing those things, those are completely in your control. 
you might not have control over whether you lose weight or not. Maybe you have PCOS. Maybe you have insulin resistance. Maybe you're dealing with something emotionally. Maybe you have an eating disorder. Maybe there, there's so many factors that could be keeping you from achieving that goal, even though you're doing things right for yourself, right? And then that would take some other sort of care. But instead we think, okay, we want this change. It's been promised to us time and time again. We see it all over social media. We see it in magazines. I can do it, okay? And I know, I know you can do it, Bestie. I know you can fucking do it. Again, this is not me saying that you are not capable of doing it, but there's some shit that you can't fucking control. And a lot of my 2022 was accepting the shit that I could not control. And it's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> it's a very hard pill to swallow. And it's still, I'm tr still trying to swallow it, okay? I'm still, it's stuck in my throat. Respectfully. Okay. Um, but I'm a big believer in manifesting what you want. But you have to have these layers of intention and core values that back them. And believe it or not, let me tell you something. You might think that you suck at fitness. You've tried it. It sucks. You keep giving up. But what if I told you that there is actually something inside of you that aligns with fitness? Most people don't even think about fitness. There's a very small percentage. I think, I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 percent. It's just not that big. This smaller percentage of the world that ever even think about fitness or even just going on a walk, like outside of what they see on TV. And even fewer people take any action at all. Like there is such a small amount of people that actually work out and are consistent in the gym or even go to the gym. You do have some future and you do have an alignment with bettering your health, bettering your fitness. So whatever your fitness goal is, there are countless habits that have to be formed in order for you to get there. So set that intention right now. Write it down, okay? Put that bitch in writing. Who do you want to be outside of who you look like or who you are? That doesn't mean you have to change yourself or anything like that. It's merely just developing a part of yourself that you know deep down in your core will benefit you. There's no pressure to change who you are. But what habits are you trying to adopt that are going to help you in the long term, even to just feel better? I want you to think about those. All right, besties. So that is my little pep talk to start off the new year. And I love you guys so much. I finally have a good setup here. So we are going to start pumping this bitch out. And I'm so excited. I will talk to you all later. Bye.